Fabcasters. This is our bar with the Drive Time Podcast. Walking around in my backyard. And uh, it's a beautiful night out. It's the day started off in the 30s. And I'm, I'm just cooling down from a bike ride. Put the kids down. Dogs are here walking around. Um, it's Super Bowl Sunday too. So my friend Eric told me, you're part of the, probably part of the 3% of the country not watching this thing. So I didn't know who's in the game. I don't know who's playing. I don't really care. All I know is I used to live in New England and uh, the New England team is playing. I hope you football fanatics don't lose respect for me because I don't know who's playing. I do know it's the, the Patriots and the, um, I think it's the Falcons. Anyways, we came to church today because it's Sunday and everybody's in their jerseys. And I'm thinking, every, this, is, this is hardcore. Everybody's in their uh, little football jerseys. That's kind of cool. Um, but I was thinking about what's the connection to like the passion that, that we as Americans have with all of our sports. And I think it's this, is that deep down people, as people, we, we, uh, we long to celebrate. We long to, to um, be passionate about things. And I think the fact that a bunch of people can go to a football game and even like in Green Bay where, where fans are shirtless for their fans rooting and it's snowing and like, and like 10 below zero outside, that's all worship. That's like, that's this sense of, of giving myself over to something um, and, and the raising of hands and the, and the cheering and, and all that stuff is, is what our hearts long to do. We long to worship. Um, so, Jumbo wants to go inside the house here. So that's what that is. And I think those are easy segues to make with, with people and our friends of, of what do you... Why do you think we, uh, we enjoy this stuff so much or that feeling deep down in our gut like, like our team just won or that sorrow that we just lost? Like, where do all these emotions come from? I mean, and, and it's also an easy segue from, hey, what's the difference between us and animals? And how come my dogs don't care who's playing? Well, I guess I'm like, I don't care either. But you get, you get what I'm saying. These are, these are good segues. And I, I think if you're, if you're watching a game with your with your friends who, who don't believe in God, don't believe in Jesus, I think these are great conversation starters. These, these are great segues to um, conversations about God, conversations about uh, our soul, and conversations that, that if you want to open up the, the door for, for uh, talking about the feelings that we have deep down inside. So, anyways, uh, also, apologize for not having put to put out an episode for a while now, a couple days, and so I just wrap up my weekend. Uh, my wife went to a little women's retreat, uh, got together with the ladies, which is something we love, 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 love to support because it gets her connected with other ladies. And when my wife is uh, doing life with other ladies, then I know, then I know there are ladies who can speak truth into her life, and ladies who won't. Who are, her, who are so relentless in their faith that they would pursue my wife's heart and, and make sure that she's maintaining freedom in Christ and, and constantly reminding her of, of who she is in Christ and of what the gospel means in the midst of all this bad news in my life. So I love that. So uh, there's a couple times when I was given my, my uh, four-year-old bath. Actually, both girls got in the bathtub at the same time. And, um, and Kylie, the four-year-old, was losing her mind. Like, ah, and she's crying. And, and I'm thinking, I don't need to react to this. 
but but I felt like a reaction coming and so my six-year-old I was watching her and this was amazing because I was watching her watch the four-year-old and she looks at her like she looked deep into her eyes and then she processed whatever it was she processed and then she put her arm around her and patted her back and she said oh it's okay you want your mommy so that I was I was blown away by that like she's got a gift and then I noticed another time well so the four-year-old was standing on top of this plastic bin type thing where we store our shoes and uh, and she slipped and she fell and she thank God the thing broke her fall but um and then she landed on her back but softly um, and the first thing to come out of my mouth was see I told you you shouldn't have been standing on that thing confession bad parenting right there but that's the first thing that came out of my mouth and then what my daughter did the six-year-old she ran over to her and she just hugged her <laughs> she just hugged her and um so she hugged her she embraced her she goes oh and then she ran to the freezer and she, we we made snowballs when it snowed when it snowed last month she got uh, a frozen snowball out of the freezer and she brought it back over and she put it on her head and i was just totally inspired by my six-year-old in those two instances, I, I mean, she draw, she did have her moments, but those two instances of empathy in the midst of something shocking was something that inspired me. Um, and to, so today, one of the one of the verses that Pastor Chris brought up was in Romans. I think it was Romans four too, but it's it's God's kindness that brings us back to repentance. And if that's the one passage, I mean, he talked about lamentations and talked about a lot of things today that were solid spot on but that's the one thing that just stuck in my heart is that it's God's kindness that brings me back to repentance brings us back to repentance and I leaned over to my wife and I said I that's what I need right there I, that's what I want I want if I wanted my kids to repent of anything it, it would be motivated by my kindness and so that stuck with me that was an amazing moment of Sunday morning and then had a chance oh man also, Friday night, how could I forget this? How could I forget this? Had a chance to bring through one of the men in my small group through the steps to freedom in Christ. I know a lot of people have coined, have claimed that term, but, but basically what we did is I had one guy um, come who sat in the seat and another guy who helped me who, who's, whose whole thing was to pray. And we, we spent 12 hours in my living room, 12 hours confessing going through his life and making sure that there were there was no un there was no leaf um, unturned if that makes sense we delved into everything we, we sort of like um like what what people do in an AA program we make an inventory we make a list of people that we've been bitter against that we would resent and to let go of those things to afie me those things to let go to forgive and going through every instance of our life where we've we've been hurt or we've hurt others and and just really closing all these doors where the enemy has got into our lives and then caused other things to happen and and this guy that sat down with us I mean he'd been complaining about rage during during traffic and at the very end of this thing I said and you thought one of your problems was the traffic this had nothing to do with traffic he said, Man, I just, I didn't know. I, did, I had no idea there was so much bitterness in my life. And he said, honestly, Ryan, I thought I was gonna come in here and ace this thing. Cause we've been, we've been a part of the, the same man's group for, for months and months now. So I've been talking about it. I've been hyping it up and, and he, he, God put it on his heart. He said, I gotta do this, but I'm reluctant. And 
I don't know what this is about, but he trusted us. And at the end he goes, oh my gosh, I'm so sold. <laughs> I'm all in. Other guys need to do this. And so that's, that's what we offer and that's what we do. This is, this is what I was born for. I offered for, to just share the gospel in the midst of a lot of bad news. And, and so we, that's how I spent my, my Friday night. And uh, we started around uh, seven and um, ended at five in the morning. Is that weird? I, I don't know, That's what, however long it takes. And there's several models where guys spread this out over a weekend, like Victory Weekend, what they have in the Philippines, and um, Steps is an eight-week series out, out in uh, Flower Mound, Texas. Um, Beth Moore has these retreats that, she, that he invites women on, and they, and they go through this thing throughout the weekend. Or, but uh, this one, we just sit down, we take off our watches, we take this, the batteries out of our cell phones, and we just go, go, go. And... Um, so hopefully we'll get that testimony on on the podcast soon. But uh, for everybody dialing in and, and I mean uh, listening in on the podcast, if this is something you're interested in, we got people uh, trained up all over the country. I got guys in, the, in California that are that are standing by, guys or gals, waiting to take people through the steps of freedom in Christ. We got people in in uh, in uh, North Carolina. We got people in uh, New England. We got people in uh, in Central California. Well, not central, but the North Bay, and got people everywhere. So if you're interested in this, just, just reach out, reach out, or, or talk to your talk to your local pastor to see if there's a program like this where you just hey, is there anything where you you can sit down with us and then just go through our life and make sure that we've forgiven everybody, something like that. So that that is the weekend update, Fabcasters. I hope you had a great weekend as well. You're probably right now watching the Super Bowl, and that's okay. Make sure uh, keep your eyes open for opportunities to connect celebration and mourning with the story of the gospel of Jesus Christ. All right, Fabcasters, I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.